Remy and the Dude, father and son TTRPG and MMA podcast, and destination for the best NPCs, magical items, and monsters across all the planes, universe, you know, all the places. Earth. Earth. Galaxy. Galaxy. Other Earths. Um, today, it, we're doing another episode of D&D Diaries, and we're talking about downtime, guys. Uh, why it's an important part of the D&D game, uh, and why uh, it might be something you want to include um, in your sessions, or, or have a couple sessions of. Um, we're actually in a period of downtime at the moment in, in one of our games. Um, at the moment, we have, you guys have just come back after a, a bit of really heavy combat that went down and returned to your kind of a, um, your home base at the moment and been licking some wounds and, and, and Having plan, some fun. planning some things and thinking about some stuff. And I, I think the, the big thing that we realized with, with downtime and stuff is like, it's it's almost like you can you can throw just constant story at people and it does it continues to be fun and it continues to be great, um, but there's always that beat missing. There feels like that there's that genuine like almost uh, wholeness to life that is missing a mm. little bit when you miss out on downtime. And if that you know these these characters, if you went into a D and D world, would likely be you know sleeping would likely be drinking, would likely be eating, would likely be, you know, going and shopping for things and going and building stuff and, you know, buying things and, you know, it, things like that, enjoying entertainment, going to restaurants, you know, there, there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, real people do that characters would also do. Um, I think it's important to allow your players to have some of that time. Now, you might think, well, it's not progressing my story, um, I'm not getting anywhere, the characters are just messing around, like, what's the point? Well, we've broken it down into a nice easy pros and cons list for you guys today. And we're gonna go through some of that. Yeah, I think, for, I mean, I'm just thinking about our downtime session and the words I think you used were out of a heavy combat session. So mm. we were scraping just to stay alive in a very, very intense moment of combat and to come out of that and then to then lock into another march to an additional combat f would feel a bit um or even just another intense situation like yeah it, it's almost like you can't you, you need dynamics you can't have all rise you know it can't yeah. all be just like ah, like can't have that christopher nolan like drum music the entire <laughs> yeah <laughs> the entire movie you well, need some breaks i'm thinking know. about um songs Right, so songs. Mm. I mean, I love songs that at the end there's a build and there's some, there's some improvisation and some jam at the end that like just. But if you started with that and you didn't have an arc of lows and highs and that gradual building, then you don't get the payoff that I certainly enjoy in songs. And I think it's the same with it's the same with writing books. You know, mm. you can't just be having you know that climactic moment you know, that apex every moment, other page. every other page, it doesn't work. So you gotta have a bit of low time so you can continue to build back up and then have another moment. And it, it feels like it works. It's certainly working. And by the way, we, we're having fun. We're having fun in this little bit of downtime. I was gonna say, we've done a couple bits of downtime in our campaigns so far. Um, we've done a couple in the first campaign that we've played. We've done a couple in this campaign. Um, I've done a couple in, um, one of my other games and we've done a couple, we've done a little bit with uh, with the game that Tom and I both play in. And what I can say about downtime is it's really good for the players in of that they get a chance to 
almost I feel like a lot of character development actually happens in downtime and if that you know they will begin doing things that are very like uh, to do with their character you know it's not always you know choosing what you'd be doing in combat and you know mm. or manipulating this person in this way or you know whatever it can be you know like oh well my person actually killed someone in combat and it's kind of haunting me a little bit at the moment yeah. so i'm actually i need to go take some time and i need to go like be you know in a monastery or i need to go pray or meditate for a little bit so actually while you guys are all going out for some drinks at the pub i'm, I'm gonna go head off and i'm gonna go do some of this and you know it, it can then lead to new character development and stuff furthermore it allows the players to explore their surroundings so wherever you do the downtime um it gives your players a chance to go and encounter some of where that is, whether it be, you know, a city, a town, a village, um, a, a, a single building, um, you know, whatever it may be, mm. um, it does allow you f uh, to have um, a little bit of exploration, which is something that in D&D seems to be the smallest of the three pillars amongst combat, role-playing, and, and exploration. It seems exploration often takes a back seat, uh, but downtime is a really good time for your players to explore and engage with the city and the world around them, I would say. I got a theory. Mm. Ready? Go on. <laughs> okay. Um, elements of combat can influence downtime dynamics. Mm -hmm. right? So you come out of a combat, there might be something that goes down in the combat that you want to have a little bit of breath just to like debrief almost be mm -hmm. like look yo this is what went down wow that was awesome that you did that so there's an element of that affecting building relationships de deepening relationships but also coming out of downtime those moments those connections those conversations can influence the dynamics in a combat totally. um, and or in a, in a role play so you know all I of that sort of that. that that transition it's complementary both going into downtime, whatever's achieved in downtime, and then coming back out again, I think enhances the, the PC perspective. I would agree with that as well. Um, and, you know, it, it's, uh, it's one really good for enhancing the player immersion, make them feel like they're part of a real world. But also as a DM, like, it gives you a little bit of a break. Like you can, you know, do a bit more planning if you've got a bit of like world building to do or you, you know, have a big thing coming up in the next couple of sessions that you need to do like some extra prep for whatever. A bit of downtime, a bit of like downtime for your players can give you that time as a DM to begin prepping things. For example, the reason we have downtime at the moment is because our players are prepping to do a heist during a, uh, a festival in a city. So the players are using this downtime to plan this heist and to prepare themselves, whether that be collect new items, new weapons. Um, they, I believe, are going to look for the blueprints to the building so they can work out how they can get in. I believe they're going to look for the distribution schedule of, of the item that they're trying to steal from inside so they can find out when it will be there um, and things like that. And, I th and what it does allow is it allows me to plan where you guys are heisting. It's given me some time to go, cool. So I need to think about what does the reservoir, um, how many rooms does it have? What kind of stuff is in there? Who's guarding it? What, like during a festival, who's mm. guarding it? You know, what's going on in there? Are people yeah. drinking inside the, the reservoir because it's a, like what's, what's going on? And so it's given me a bit of time as a DM to begin planning that, which I think is very valuable for dungeon masters and game masters. Yeah, I also think like the, the image that came to mind for me when you said it's it's a time for preparation 
is going into battle. You have, I'm, I'm thinking, I guess, maybe in Roman times or back in Troy times, where, you know, the night before you got, like, people, like, sharpening their swords, like, making sure that their equipment is mm. ready. And that's the analogy of, you know, rest, attunement, um, crafting, um, upgrading, yeah. all these things totally. that you know that you need to have if you're going to be going into a situation that's going to call, you know, it's going to really, really challenge the team. And it's why, do you know what, it's something why, and a lot of DMs might agree with this. I know um, a Dungeon Master that I'm a big fan of um, posted something on Twitter the other day saying you should give your players loads of magical items. Like, it, it enhances the game. Give them, like, a, a decent amount of magical items. And interestingly, I'm kind of on the flip side of that, mainly because we play a very low magic setting, mm. but also because I... I don't know, like, I feel like you guys should be able to create that stuff and come up with that stuff in your downtime. You, like, I shouldn't be like, oh, you loot this person and you get this crazy magic item. Don't get me wrong, if they've got a magic item and you kill them and you loot them, it's going to be there. Mm. But I guess my point is I would rather not just feed you guys magic items through looting people. I'd rather you guys be like, oh, I want to go craft something. Let's you and I work together because you're a spellcaster and I'm a blacksmith nice. to create something nice that is you know, gonna be powerful this, for this next thing. Or let's find a store in this city yeah. that can help us out or someone who might know where we can get this. Oh, it's not in this island? Cool, now we have a little side quest to go on and go do that. And part of this downtime is now finding the weapon that we need to do this, do you know what I mean? Or, and I think to me that's often sometimes more valuable and, and ends up being a lot more fun for the players than you kill this person and on them is this gilded rapier that's really mm. beautiful and, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, okay, that's cool. But, you know, I think it's a lot cooler if the player's like, I want to come up with this amazing rapier that is infused with this and designed like this and yeah. blah, blah, blah. How many days are going to take me to build? How, many, how much downtime do I need to build this kind of thing? So on and so forth. Yeah, I think also, just thinking about as you're talking... It's also a moment for you to do almost like uh, an inventory of the story up to that point. And mm. by doing that inventory, you can explore NPCs that might be able to help you that have been, you know, have, have drifted into the past because the stories continue to progress forward. So, for instance, we have um, a couple of inventors. They're, they so happen to be brothers and twins. Um, but for instance, that could be an opportunity for someone to go and get them to actually invent something that you're just imagining up. Or, you know, even previous to that, there could be other NPCs or maybe something is spoken of a, a legend of something or whatever. So it's nice to just take a stock, you know, go through your notes to like really sort of catch yourself up as much as you can or maybe collectively to catch yourselves up and be like, okay, so... Um, are we all like? Are we all on the same page? Are we all moving forward in a way? Is there anything that we missed? Like, is anything yeah. falling through the crack? And oftentimes, you know, someone will be like, "Yo, what about the, you know, what about the butcher?" You know, mm. remember there was a little something the DM said about the butcher. It felt like a clue. Let's go check that out. Let's go check that shit out. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. You're you're totally right. And for for our group, for example, you guys at this point have one main plot arc that you're kind of chugging towards. And then off of that plot arc, you have, I believe at this point, five to six side missions and like side quests that you guys can choose from at this point that I've kind of teed up for you guys and are ready to go whenever you want to like indulge in mm. that, basically. Um, but it's one of those things that 
you know, you guys can really choose. It allows you guys to have a lot of options, but it does require a lot of creativity from players during downtime. So there's a lot of pros to downtime. Now, some of the cons to downtime are um, some players do find it really boring. Um, you know, there is players who want to just keep smashing through things and, and charging through and, and, and killing things and, you know, finding plot and driving towards that main plot. Um, other players aren't as creative or, or, or don't feel like they can get into that headspace as much um, and want to be a little bit more led in those kinds of situations. Um, so there is a lot of cons that can really come out of that, not to mention, you know, legitimately people can just find it boring you know pe pe people can be like you know I don't want to do a shopping episode you know like I, I don't want to have to spend four hours of my day shopping with you guys you know I can do that in real life I'm not here to play a fantasy game to do some shopping yeah yeah but it comes down to what your play style is also yeah I mean there's yeah I, I totally get it there's uh, there's preferences I my personal preference and I know this is counter to the cons is man downtime has some real opportunity for some fun fucking magical like moments that can be hilarious that can be also like you know emotional there can just be some really and it, it doesn't have to have a lot of plot behind it. it just can be like a space where there's a conversation happening or there's just a you know a funny occurrence that you know P npcs are choosing to explore it is but it does require you're right it does require some creativity and it requires openness mm -hmm. to see where this goes and also you know you know I've talked about as NPCs kind of almost uh, or sorry as PCs as serving up fellow PCs with opportunities to excel and I think mm -hmm. downtime is especially um, fertile land to be able to do that if you're just teeing up you know like alley-oop passes for for your fellow PCs to grab and to dunk with whatever the situation is Metaphorically, I think there's opportunities to create, to be super, super creative about just not a lot going on, but we just got into a fucking weird ass fun adventure that everyone at some point on the table was dying with laughter or was really, really caught with emotion. And I think, do you know what, as well, an interesting point you just said is like, if you were the hero in the last combat, if you just wrecked, you got the final kill, you got the how do you want to do this, and you know, you you destroyed this, and you know everyone's like, ah, oh, well done, that was so sick. That double backflip throat stab was dope, man. <laughs> you know, um, sometimes then at that point, it's nice as if you've been that player during combat, then in downtime to let some of the other players that didn't maybe get that hero moment during the combat to kind of lead where the downtime goes in terms of being like, you know, um, you know, oh, you mentioned like. Oh, you mentioned that you wanted to go, you said you saw like a ghost or something and you wanted to go help them like be free. Like how, how, how can we do that? Like what, 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 yeah. what do we need to do that? You know, and tee that person up so that they can then uh, lead a bit of the plot and be that hero, have that hero moment. And, um, it's but it's a different type of hero, right? It's yeah. like the Steve Nash hero versus the Kobe Bryant. So yeah. you're, you're teeing up, you know, 15 assists in the game as yeah. opposed to scoring 30 points. Exactly. And, and it will end up being fun because you'll get taken on something that you weren't expecting as, as the person who may have just been, you know, 
claiming the limelight during the combat, for example. But yeah, so really it comes down to, you know, what your play style is. If you like it fast and furious, and maybe, maybe you don't have a lot of time as a group as well. Maybe you have an allotted like three months or this many sessions that you want to get the campaign done in. Um, or if you guys are paying the dungeon master and, you know, you don't have uh, the funds to keep it going for X many sessions, you might want to just cram um, as much plot in as possible. So there might not be any time for downtime stuff and you might be collecting magic items as you go and you might be, you know, just ramming through combats and quick RPs and strategic RPs back to combats, you know, chugging through all that quickly. But also then if you are on the side of you like having a bit of breathing time, you're, you're like, you know, you're, you're happy for a campaign to last a year, maybe six months, six months to like two, three years, mm. then why not throw in, you know, uh, a session or two of downtime. Like I, I know um, for us on our end, we are probably looking at at least a, a full session of downtime at this point. Um, coming up. Coming up, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, before we then transition back into probably some more main um, main plot, I imagine. Um, I'd have another con. Yeah, go for it. And it's a little bit about people don't like, want people don't want to be creative, but it, there's a little bit of nervousness mm. if you don't have plot driving you. Like you know, mm. you stand around and you're like, okay, so what are we gonna do? Yeah. Right? So you need you need to think in that moment of like what your what your character would do of being like you know. If I'm a human just stood around and we don't have any main plot, so I don't have any plans today. That's like kind of how you've got to imagine it. It's like, cool. So if I'm at home and plot is plans and I don't have any plans, what do I do? But put yourself in the character's shoes mm -hmm. with those same questions of like, cool, if I don't have any plot today, what would, uh, you know, uh, Aragon, you know, mm. do? You know, in his spare time, what would what would Legolas be doing? Would he be practicing his archery? Would he be, you know, eating some elven exactly. whey bread? Would he be, you know, what's 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 the situation, you know, here? Yeah, and I here's okay. Here's a respectful challenge to you that find it a little bit, you know, as an ebb of uh, of your D and D experience. If you can't find what your player would do in the downtime. The challenge is that you might need to go back and work on your background a little bit more. Your backstory. Your yeah. backstory and really kind of understand, you know, some of the history that brought you to that moment and some of the habits that you have and some of the things that you like to do, some of the things that you don't like to do. And out of that, I bet you find, you know, something, some sort of action, some sort of need that your that your character will have during that downtime period. And not to mention a lot of that stuff helps your character, whether it's upgrading a weapon, crafting something new, gaining attunement to something or enchanting something, you know. Um, in a lot of those situations, even if training, like, you know, you could talk to your DM about, you know, if I spend every night that we have downtime and aren't in like blood curdling combat practicing with a short sword, I don't have proficiency in it, but can I gain proficiency in it? Mm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, after X amount of time, you know, you need to gain this many, like, points in, 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 in short sword. And, yeah, maybe then, yeah, you know, if you, if, if you practice, you know, for 20 nights or something, yeah, I'll give you proficiency. Yeah. And that kind of thing really does allow for cool character development because then also, next time you're in combat, shing, you pull out the short sword. <laughs> the rest of the party's like, whoa, where'd you learn that? You've been using that great axe this whole time. Yeah. I've been practicing in the back. I've been watching how you do it, you know, and I've been practicing. This is just what I was just gonna say. We have an, an occurrence where actually another player has asked you, can I show Tom's player 
uh, one of my abilities. Yeah, I want to show him how to cast some magic. Yeah, yeah. I want to so teach him some magic. There is definitely an opportunity where, like, maybe a, a player is underpowered with some aspect. So I definitely don't have much ranged ability in my combat. So this other player was like, hey, we could maybe, like, not only just get to know each other a little bit more in our characters, but also give you a little bit more of a boost for our combat. So um, in that sense, it's an opportunity for you to assess the whole team, where the strengths are, where people are overpowered, where some people are underpowered, and try to level some of that shit up. Yeah, fully agree. Hmm. So guys, downtime. It's down to you whether you choose to use <laughs> downtime because your time is your time and what you do with your downtime is up to you to do with your time I'm down. during that downtime. I'm down. I'm down. Um, is it time? It's time. Um, and with that, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode of D&D Diaries. Um, we hope to bring you another fun one uh, very, very soon. Um, otherwise, we're Homie and the Dude, the father and son TT RPG and MMA podcast, and the best destination across all the planes to get NPCs, magic items, monsters, con constructs, uh, elementals, um, uh, monstrosities, uh, abjurations, um, Supplements. Supplements. That um, covers it. Five uh, E T T R. All of it. But bye, guys. Um, yep. And and and. You ready to go? Know, and we'll do that thing where they hold up this thing and they keep talking in the newscast. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anchorman. <laughs>